0: David S. Katz is a former senior special agent with the DEA and the CEO of the aforementioned Global Security Group, a company once again providing protective and investigative services, security and fire, life safety, consulting, and highly specialized training. David, it's Sid. Good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm great, pal. Nice to have you. So, uh, explain to the listeners, man, you look tough, explain, I just saw your picture, I ain't messing with you and I'm tough. Uh, explain to the listeners how important it is that the Supreme Court, actually now, has made it legal for us here in New York, and we know we've got the best cops in the world, the MVP is the best, we love them, we love them, the great cops. But clearly it's not enough with these crime numbers. Explain how important it is that the Supreme Court has made it legal for law-abiding New Yorkers to carry
1: a concealed uh, permit. I feel really tough this morning. Okay, great question. <laughs> Thanks. The, uh, okay, so in, prior to that decision, <clears throat> the NYPD had a, had a discretion to look at an application and say whether or not you had what they considered pro- proper cause. So believe it or not, the number, and maybe it's slightly off, but it's not wildly off. Prior to this decision, the number of discretionary permits to carry a concealed weapon in New York was under 2,000 in the entire city. So now, subsequent to the Supreme Court decision, they can no longer say, well, do you have proper cause or not? In other words, you have the right to carry a firearm as long as you complete complete the application process successfully, you don't have a criminal background, you don't have an order of protection, and you take the training they require, then you can apply and, and receive a carry permit.
0: Okay, so do you uh, do you find now, David, that since I've been doing these commercials, and forget about me, just uh, whatever promotion you've been doing now, since you guys started in this business, based on the crime rates here in New York, are you finding that more and more New Yorkers are, in fact, taking advantage of this?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, the, absolutely. The, uh, yeah. The, the, the First of all, it's been impossible up until now. So now people realize, okay, I can finally get a permit. So from that alone... They were just. There was just a natural backlog of people wanting a permit. Now, of course, with crime out of control, and you know, you're right. You know, we're you know one of my partners, Mark Novak, is retired captain from the police department. We have police officers on. You know, in in our company, firefighters in our company. We love these guys, but their hands are tied, as you well know.
0: Yep. No, I know
1: the uh, the
0: ridiculous rules with the chokeholds, and then. You know, obviously, the immunity issue and uh, the mayor, and uh, I know, it's just, it's becoming impossible how these people do the job, I don't know. Now, in terms of hours to get this, I've had people say to me, "Sit, I want to do this, but what do I got to take, like, a 90-hour course? It's not that much, but it's a couple of hours, right, Dave?
1: Well, no, it's, <clears throat> there's two portions. There's the classroom portion and the range portion. The classroom is 16 hours. 16 hours where we go over every possible topic related to firearms, ownership, carrying. Understanding the law, understanding how we want to disengage from conflict and not, you know, you don't want to walk into a conflict, oh, I'm armed, I can do it. And no, you want to be aware of your surroundings, extract yourself from any possible dangerous, dangerous situation, but then at the same time, if you have to use your firearm, understand with complete certainty how to operate it, how to shoot quickly and accurately, and more, most importantly, how to make the correct decisions, legal decisions, under under what probably is the most stressful few seconds of your life. Yeah.
0: It reminds me of karate. Like, uh, my kids took karate, and they're like, don't use it, Gabe, unless you have to. If somebody messes you in the street, kick his ass, but don't use it unless you have to. That's uh, kind of like what you are saying. This is not like Bernie Getz. Take the gun on the subway and go have some fun. <laughs> You're not saying uh, that, yeah, right?
1: No, no, obviously not. The last thing you want to do, is draw your weapon in a situation like that, the last thing. But if you need to, you have to make sure you can do it with, with complete certainty that I'm making the right decision given the circumstances. And, of course, do quickly and accurately. And, by the way, the 16 hours is two hours in the range where you have to actually demonstrate just basic range proficiency. That is not nearly enough. If you're going to own a firearm, commit to train with it. Join a range practice with it on a regular basis because like anything else, you know, Sid, you're, you're you're in, you're, you're on top of the athletic, uh, uh, athletic angles. Yeah. You have to train, you have to practice. There's no such thing as I buy a gun. I take the class. I'm good to go. No, that is not the case. How hard is it? You know,
0: like I had this uh, young lady, she comes in about once a month. The name is Liz Pipko. And uh, adorable, but weighs about 100 pounds soaking wet, you know, young lady. And she goes out there and she fires all kinds of guns. I mean, all different types of calibers and even rifles. And she's got incredible marksmanship. So that says to me that, hey, I guess I can do it. But how difficult is it for somebody that's never fired a gun to actually go out there and pretty quickly uh, be a decent, a decent shooter?
1: It's not difficult to become. Minimally proficient. It's difficult to become a really good shot. That requires a lot of effort. It's like I don't know. Do you golf?
0: I do golf, and I suck, Dave. I suck. <laughs> if I shoot like I golf, you don't want me owning a gun. Trust me.
1: <laughs> well, the, you know, the thing with my golf is, I know people who they go golfing and they will You know, they hit a, they hit a bucket of balls. They're ready to go. That's no. You know, I, I can teach you. Our, our guys, we have a great staff. I mean, I mean, when I say really incredibly qualified instructors, they, they are the best. We'll teach you everything you need to know, but once you learn, now yeah. it's incumbent upon you to practice and keep those skills sharp. So just like golf. If you're not out on the course, you're not going to you're not you're going to play like so, you. So
0: so we, so like a veteran like you, who's used to who's had a gun for a long time. I mean, I know you guys train DEA, you train FBI, you train SWAT, you train military units. I mean, the best of the best. You guys train, which is a testament to you guys. Even a guy like you, who's a great shot, you still go to the range all the time and, and practice.
1: I, I, I train, whether it's whether it's on the range, mostly it's not, mostly it's dry fire. We have, we have training pistols that replicate actual firearms that are completely safe. And I practice with that every single day, whether it's just drawing, presenting, working my trigger press. And by the way, I've been shooting for <laughs> in more decades than I want to admit, but I will tell you this, every single time I'm on the range... I'm correcting something. Oh, let's, I'm, I'm pulling over here. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm hitting here. here. Yeah. I'm adjusting my my press. My, so there's always there's always practice, and even the best the best in the world are out every single day shooting. My
0: wife just texted me Danielle, and uh, the last person that should have a gun is her, <laughs> because you'd be at my house in about 15 minutes. Dave. But uh, I'm being serious. But she's like, I want to get a permit. How long is that going to take?
1: Process is not a short one in New York City because they have. You know, first of all, you know there's thousands of people going through the pipeline. Second of all, you've got to submit your application. You got to submit. I think it probably still is the same four references. You got your prints done, and they're going to investigate those references. They're going to talk to those people. Make sure for you you and your wife you both have to have to agree. That the other is allowed to carry a firearm. It's right. kind of interesting if I, if I apply for a weapon, you have to say, well, oh, my wife, my girlfriend, my significant other has to sign off on that." Really? So, oh yeah, you yeah, know, for a variety of, of obvious reasons. <laughs> you know, I mean, like my husband's a little volatile. My wife's yeah. a little volatile. I don't think they should have a firearm. Right. So there are a lot of steps to it. So th- there, it is a process. It could take years. No, no, it won't take years. We, you know, I, I, six months. I would say I would I would be willing to be willing to say safely. It's at least that amount of time.
0: And then, how many folks uh, would you estimate, Dave, are inside these, I guess, classes? What would you call them? Training classes? When folks come in and do those sixteen hours, or you take them shooting? How many folks would you say, on average, are in those?
1: In our in our class, we we do between twenty five and thirty at time. We wow. have a very large classroom. Oh yeah, yeah. And we have we we have we have the simulated weapons. We we show everyone the right the kind of holsters they can wear. We let them try it out that we'll to manipulate the weapons again with simulated completely inert weapons that cannot fire by the way we always tell people if you have a firearm do not bring it to the classroom we make sure every, we actually search everybody prior to the class if you have a firearm we lock it up in the safe so we have a completely safe training environment we have simulators which we are which are electronic training systems which we there's it's a, it's a different class yeah um, so we can actually allow people to to not only test, test marksmanship, but judgment. We put them in scenarios, and they, they we we test their ability to understand the law under stress.
0: Hey, we I've got one more for you. Every time we got one of these school shootings, which are horrific. I mean, I've got two little children. And, I mean, two kids at this point that little. But it uh, breaks my heart every time. It always brings up ah, gun control, Second Amendment issues. But I think where a lot of, where you get bipartisan, bipartisan support is banning some of these quote-unquote assault weapons. And then I talked to somebody like Lauren Borbitt out of Colorado. She goes, they're not assault weapons. Like like an AR-15
1: is not an assault weapon. What are your thoughts on some of those discussions? They're absolutely not assault weapons. They're semi-automatic rifles. So what you say, okay, well, I don't like the AR-15. Okay, well, what about the Ruger Mini-14? What about any of the other dozens and dozens of semi-automatic rifles? It's it's what I think, I think we're... we're if you If you really want to get a bipartisan approach to dealing with this, how about this, people who should not have firearms, people who have been who've had contacts with dozens and dozens of contacts with the police over the years, people who have been either arrested or sometimes there's a lot of contacts without arrest, people who have been been identified as you know by let's say a school psychologist as having a, serious mental issues. We can all agree that those people, should not carry firearms. And yet, right. nothing is done about that. If you look at the Parkland shooter, you look at the the, the kid in that, that horrific, horrific massacre in Uvalde. I'm only like four and a half hours from there. Yeah, I live out in Texas and back and forth to New York all the time. But the point is, those people could have been prevented from having firearms. Yeah. But no one wants to take the steps forward. They went off gun control, not gun control. Why don't we keep the guns out of the hands of the people that shouldn't have it, That's- at least as a start?
0: That's the answer. I mean, I, I never saw a gun get up in the morning, get dressed, drive itself to a school and shoot anybody. I mean, you, crazy humans commit the crimes, not guns. I, I, I'm glad you answered it that way because I agree 1,000%. That's always my stance. On the way out, and this is a fascinating conversation, Dave, you're great. What do you recommend? What gun do you recommend for a first-time gun owner? 22? I mean, I don't know. What, what do you recommend?
1: Oh, gosh. That, the, the, the shortest answer I can give, the, the, the gun you shoot best with. So you mentioned earlier... People have different sized hands. They have different statures, different grip strength. I, I may shoot with I may shoot with a with a a, a, a Colt forty five. Type firearm best or a Glock pistol. Other people say no. I like I prefer a Sig. You know, so you try different weapons. Yeah, you see what what fits your hand, what you perform best with. Okay. You should be able to fire any weapon prof- proficiently, but that's that's the best answer. Try it. Seems, it out.
0: It, it seems to me like the nine millimeter is the one that people uh, me. I, I'd want to like have like a uh, like a
1: forty four Magnum,
0: but seems like the nine <laughs> millimeter is the most popular one on the streets. Is that is that fair to
1: say? Nine millimeters the most popular handgun caliber probably in the world. Um it is it's it's good it's good for target practice and it's 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 more than adequate for personal defense, but you have to you know, obviously you're changing the ammunition. You know, the, the rounds you're firing in training are not the ones you're carrying on the street. They're just different configuration, but that's fine. And it's 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 a light enough round that it's manageable by most people. Even those, you know, with smaller hands or weaker hands, they could still successfully fire a nine millimeter.
0: On the way out, Dave. What's the best way for people to contact you guys right now? Because I'm telling you, there's a lot of folks in their cars right now salivating. They to They want to defend themselves. They just do. How do they do it?
1: Okay. Well, if you want, if you want to reach out to us, our website is globalsecuritygroup.com. Globalsecuritygroup.com. You'll see a little tab up to the right. It'll say you know the courses. You can hit the concealed carry course. You can go online. You can call us. Our number. I'm give you the easiest one to remember. It's 833 833- info gsg 833 info gsg you call you can get onto this into the system you can get to my extension i'll answer any questions you want wow and that's
0: basically it that's awesome david katz is the gentleman i'm speaking to folks and sounds to me like a, the guy i want to talk to hey that's an excellent conversation david you guys do great work i'm thrilled to be aligned with you guys it's an honor so thank you so much for this great conversation today
1: oh thank you i finally have friends thank you yeah
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, you and I are friends. You got it. David Katz, that was great, man. God, he's such an interesting, smart guy, tough guy. I love that guy.